The goal gets you to think different and feel different and behave different. And when you do that, you change the results in your life, you attain your goal, you've manifested. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. You think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day, 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome, everybody. This is episode eight of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. My name is Todd Bowerly, and I'm a coach working with clients all over the world, helping them to think differently about their lives, about their businesses, so they can enjoy greater success. And I'm really excited about this episode on goal setting today because I am sitting and I'm streaming here on TikTok for the first time doing this. I'm sitting here on the deck of our family cottage in northern Michigan, living my dream life. Uh, if you hear birds chirping in the background, because it's about 1040 in the morning, if you hear birds chirping in the background, or if the wind kicks up and you hear the waves of, on the beach from like 100, uh, 100 yards away, it's because I'm living my dream life. And it all started with setting the right kind of goal. And that's what this is going to be about. It's about setting the right goal. And, you know, the last voice in my podcast intro is Mr. Bob Proctor. And he says, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. And I really want to emphasize that point to you right away as we're getting started. Whatever your mind can see, whatever you envision, whatever you dream of, you are absolutely going to be able to enjoy and live into in your life. But there's this, this word that he uses. He says, if you can see it in your mind, this starts with your imagination. You have to see very, very clearly what it is that you want. And most of us, our imaginations are not trained well enough. I would guarantee if I would ask you guys, if you could imagine what the worst case scenario in your life looks like, you could probably tell me in exquisite detail all the awful things that you're afraid of happening. If you were to lose your job, if you couldn't afford to buy food, if you couldn't pay for uh, the rent or the mortgage in your home, you can see that really clearly in your mind. That's not a good thing because if you see something in your mind with super hyper clarity and you get emotionally involved with it, it starts to move into form in your life. And if we are ever going to be able to learn how to set the right goals, we absolutely need, need to get control of our imagination. We need to liberate our imagination. And that's what I hope this podcast starts to get you to do. Like this episode, I want you to start freeing your mind and liberating your imagination. You have to see this new life and you have to turn it into a goal. Now, there have been a lot of conversations about goals and what the right kinds of goals are and how to go about goal setting. And this episode, I seriously hope, is going to be totally different than any other conversation that you've had on goal setting because most people have it wrong. If you've ever heard of SMART goals, <laughs> SMART goals, I think, are stupid. SMART goals is this, the, the acronym S-M-A-R-T, SMART 
means, actually, it means a couple of different things depending on who you talk to. Number one is specific. Well, I actually agree with that. You need to have a specific goal that you're shooting for. So I agree with the S. M, measurable. Okay, you have to know when you hit the goal. That's really great. Uh, now, actionable, something that you can take action on. Here, I think we start to drift away from really good goal setting and start to get into limiting beliefs. What you believe you can take action on as far as the goals that you want in your life is probably much more limited than you think you can. You can actually do a lot more than you're currently doing. I'm sure you would agree with me. So when you go to set goals and you think, well, what's what can I take action on? What do I have power over? We believe that we have less power in our lives than we actually do. Now, if you talk to some other people, the A might stand for attainable, right? Attainable. Can I really accomplish that, right? And if you are thinking currently from your current life and your current reality about what you can accomplish, I guarantee you, you're going to be limited, so there is no way you're going to come up with the right kind of goal if you're questioning yourself, what can I take action on and what's attainable? It's nonsense, okay? So the next letter, R, realistic. It's kind of the same thing as attainable. Is this goal realistic? Well, I'll tell you what, me living here on the beach, and it's a little bit chilly because the cold front blew in and the 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 wind came in, but I've got an umbrella under me. I'm, I, I have, I'm not wearing shoes. I'm sitting here in my shorts and I'm, I'm working quote finger working here, earning more money than I ever have in my life, spending the vacation here. This is, this was not realistic when I set this goal but it's become my reality. What we believe is realistic is going to be limited by our conditioning, by our programming, by what we see other people do and accomplish. The same way, the same way that climbing Mount Everest was not realistic. The same way the airplane was unrealistic. In fact, the Wright brothers, uh, their father was, according to the story that I'm aware of, their father was a preacher or an uh, an evangelist at least. And he thought that flying was for angels and birds and that his sons were going to burn in hell because they were trying to create this powered manned flight. <laughs> and they completely changed the world. You know, while I was sitting out here on the deck, we actually had the Blue Angels doing some practice. They're going to do a 4th uh, um, of July air show in Traverse City, Mich Michigan, nearby, and they're practicing over here. That was, a, that was a dream. That was unrealistic to people 200 years ago, 100 years ago. What we think is realistic is a sign of our conditioning and programming. And this is where I think smart goals ultimately fall to pieces. You know, the last one, the T, is something that's timely or time-bound. Our perception of time is so messed up to begin with. Time is just an invention that we created so that we can both meet at the same same place and the same the same time, you know, so we can arrive together. And time is something that also is controlled by our limiting beliefs. How long does it take for you to multiply your income? 
How long is it going to take you to find the love of your life? How long is it going to take you to find that new job? You have no idea. And I will tell you that things happen in our lives much faster than you think it can because nature works with speed. Nature works at the fastest possible speed that anything can be created or manifested. When you plant a seed in the ground, it takes as long as it takes to grow. It doesn't take any longer and it's not going to happen any sooner than as long as it takes. And do we know how long it's going to take for you to reach your goal? We don't have a clue. We don't have any idea. And if we start to ask that question or lean into timelines too much, we can actually clog up our mind, jam our creative mechanism, and all of a sudden now we're worried about, am I going to reach the goal on time? Who really cares? Who really cares when it comes to the timeliness of our goal? If you could be relaxed and just work towards that goal with the faith that you're going to accomplish it, you might actually accomplish it sooner, not later. This is kind of how we've been taught to do goal setting. And when we look at corporations or uh, we look at other types of goals, we tend to compare like, what did we do last year? And how can I do a little bit better this year? And we call these like, you know, stretch goals. Like I'm gonna stretch myself. Oh. I earned 5% more last year, so maybe I can earn 7% more this year or 10%. If you really want to see what you're capable of, I would take this challenge and really try to see this or imagine it in your mind. If you could take your annual income, whatever you are earning, and if you're listening and you can write down something on a piece of paper so you can actually do this math for yourself right now, write down your annual income, your current annual income, and I want you to multiply it by 12. If you could take your annual income and earn that in a month, how could your life change? And what if you could do that within the next year or two? How long does it take? Well, it takes as long as it takes, but this is the kind of goal that we're talking about. Something that's far beyond what you've accomplished in the past something that's going to dramatically change your life, something that constitutes a quantum leap, a sudden and rapid acceleration in results that you didn't have previously. That's the way that we should be thinking about goals. Before I get too much further into this, I want to start by asking this question for you to think about. What's the reason we have goals in the first place? You know, with a lot of success coaches or mindset coaches or even people that talk about law of attraction, there's a heavy emphasis on material wealth and material possessions. And a lot of this can be very off-putting to people who have grown up in lack and limitation. It sounds greedy. It sounds individualistic. Goals are not to get. Goals are not to get things. Now, I have... I have gotten a lot of things as a result of my goals and my income. I mean, I'm using, you know, the fancy Shure SM7B microphone. I have all of my equipment here, my new uh, MacBook that I purchased. It was like a five grand computer. Um, I have, I, I bought these little bone conducting headphones to run and sail with uh, just the other day and they just showed up. I like, I have a lot of things as a result of reaching my goals, but the goals are not to get you might get more things in your life as the result of having a dramatically higher income goal. If you start a small business and you multiplied your income, you're, you might get a bigger house. You might have more vacations, but that's not the point. It's not the purpose of a goal. Listen closely. The purpose of a goal is to grow. 
That's why we're really here. That's what this entire world and existence is about. This is about growing. This is about becoming more tomorrow than I was today. It's about becoming a little bit better of a human being tomorrow than I was today. And when you're setting a goal, this is something you need to think about. Do I already know how to accomplish this goal that I'm going to set? Can I plan it out? If so, I'm not going to have any growth. But if I want to take my annual income and earn it in a month, holy shit, I've got to do a lot of growing. I've got to change a lot of my beliefs about how money operates. I've got to change a lot of beliefs about myself and my, my value and my worth. I'm going to have to change the value that I'm putting out into the marketplace. I'm going to have to change some of my work habits and all things like that. I've got to change a lot of things in my life. That constitutes growth. And when we are able to grow, we feel alive. You know, when I talk with a lot of, of prospective clients, and especially people that begin working with, with me and my coaching early on, they use one word more than anything to describe their entire life. And that word is stuck. I say, I don't know, I just feel stuck. I feel like I'm lost. What they're really saying is they haven't grown considerably in recent years. When we stop growing, we're stuck. We become stuck. Our life loses its excitement and its joy. We stop trying new things. And life becomes what I call a string of Thursdays just lined up together. Every day looks the same as it did the day before. And we know where that predictable life and schedule leads us. It leads us to more of the same. And we are tired of more of the same. We need to grow. And there's only one type of goal that is going to get there. And if you've been following me, if you followed me on social media and TikTok, or you've attended any of my classes, this is going to sound really familiar to you. This is actually really the first lesson that I coach people through is setting the right kind of goal. And this comes from my late great mentor, Mr. Bob Proctor. He taught there are three types of goals, A, B, and C type goals. Let's talk about what each one of those actually means. An A type goal is something that you already know how to accomplish. There's this great story that I have heard over and over that Bob used to share. It was about a guy that would come in and say, I want to talk to you about my goal. My goal is I want to buy a new, a new car. He wanted a new Pontiac at the time. And Bob says, okay, well, what are you driving right now? He says, I'm driving a Pontiac. Okay, well, how long have you had the Pontiac? Well, about four years. How old is the car? Well, it's four years old. Oh, so you bought a new Pontiac four years ago. If that's your goal, you've already done it before. You already know how to do it. There is zero growth attached to that goal. And if goals are designed to grow, that's not a good goal. It doesn't mean you shouldn't go buy a new car. Just go do that. That's a decision. Go make a decision and go do that thing. You've already done it before. Most people set these kind of goals because they're uncomfortable thinking in terms of bigger or better in their life. Uh, maybe they have issues with abundance. Maybe they have issues with being creative uh, or even thinking about, like I said, liberating your imagination, even dreaming about something bigger or better than, 
than what you currently have. That's why people fall into this rut of this A-type goal. I know I can do this, so I'm just going to go do this again. And they call it a goal, and they get a little bit of dopamine by checking off these goals because they feel like they've accomplished something in their life. That's all well and good. We should be doing those things naturally, but it is not a goal. It's not something that's going to push you to become better. It's not something where you're going to grow. When people finally realize that an A-type goal is not going to get them the kind of growth that they want, they usually move to this next level, this B-type goal, which is what I think I can accomplish. What can I plan to do? If I took all of the resources that I'm currently aware of in my life and I stacked them all up in my life and really leveraged those resources, what do I think I can accomplish? This is creating a plan. This is really just using your intellect to put together resources you haven't used in the past to create some change in your life. Now, are you going to grow? Yeah, you might have a little bit of growth. Are you going to attain more? Absolutely. You're not going for a breakthrough. It's not a goal that's going to really transform your life. And that's really what everybody needs is they need that transformation. You're stuck so much in your life that you have to do something radical and different. Planning for a goal and planning for a little bit of growth doesn't really tap into your potential. It doesn't tap into your true power. Most people are frustrated, scared, afraid, or stuck in their life because they're living disconnected from their power. There is far more potential in you than you can possibly imagine. You need the right goal to draw that potential out. That's the growth that we're looking for. So you can make your plans and work on incremental progress, you know, step one to step two to step three. Because fundamentally, there's something inside of us that says, I don't believe in a quantum leap. I don't believe I can jump from A to Z. I believe it takes 26 years to get there. There is another way of living. And it all comes down to the C-type goal. What is a C-type goal? Well, it's what you really want. It's almost a fantasy. It's something that you dream of. It's your daydreams. It's your heart's desire. It's your wish. What would you love to have happen in your life? How would you love to be living your life? It's a dream. It's not realistic. And it's something that you really, really want. And here, I think, is the biggest barrier that we're going to fall into. Most of us has con have convinced ourselves that we don't want more than we currently have. We've convinced ourselves that we are okay living with whatever limitation that we have in our lives right now. The idea of wanting more is uncomfortable because so many people don't have a lot. So if so many people don't have a lot, then it's bad for me to want more. Let's talk about that for a second. All of life is designed to grow, to express itself more in deeper and greater ways. Nature is always growing. Everything is always more abundant than it currently already is. So listen closely to this. You are a spiritual being. Spirit is designed to grow and expand. All that it wants is the fuller expression of itself. 
we're meant to grow. We're meant to live in abundance. And we're meant to enjoy more in our lives. Whenever we experience more happiness, more joy, we, we experience more of life. And the purpose of this goal, the purpose of your goal, a C-type goal, is to step you into this kind of abundance. So you have to ask yourself, what do you really want? We have to get over this fear of wanting something. We're so obsessed in our culture with needs. We need to have this to survive. We need to have that. And we sometimes mistake our wants for our needs. Want is actually a stronger emotion. It's a stronger motivation. It's a stronger, more powerful energy. Not in greed. Wanting something, having a desire for something is different than greed. Abundance is different than greed and taking from others. It's not the same thing. And you have to draw that distinction in your mind. The book, The Science of Getting Rich, teaches this. Wherever there is unfulfilled potential in your life, whenever there is a function that you are able to perform and you do not perform it, there is going to be some level of desire. And what you really need, well, I should watch my language here. What you really want is to start saying yes to your desires. So what is it that you really want? What would you love to have happen this year to make it the best year? And above all, I want you to have fun dreaming about what you want life to be. The whole reason you want to have a goal is to be able to grow, to be able to enjoy more life. So this needs to be a fun process. It shouldn't be painful. And you shouldn't put any limitations on it. But here's where a lot of people get stuck. A lot of people get stuck in how. They want to know how something is going to happen before they even set the goal. And when you're talking about how something happens, guess what? We're right back into B-type goal and we're right back into planning territory where nobody's growing. So it's really important when you set your goal, you give zero energy and zero thought to how it is going to happen. Just talk about what it is that you want. What would you love to see? What kind of car would you love to drive? What kind of home would you love to have? What kind of work would you love to be doing? If you want a relationship, what is that relationship like? What would you do with that relationship? Talk about all of those things that you want and give zero thought to how. You're playing with these ideas. You're playing with them. So a C-type goal is a fantasy. It's something you really want. And this is why you don't give any attention to the how. You need to not know how it's going to happen. You need to be in ignorance as to how it's going to happen. Now, most of us fear the unknown. We fear what we don't know. And we don't know what we don't know. This is called ignorance. I'm not calling anybody an ignorant person, but there are things that we don't know. And we don't know them until we finally know them. If you're setting a goal and you don't know how you're going to reach it, the gap that you have to close in your life is that ignorance gap. And if you're going to be growing to become more than you currently are, right? 
Not knowing triggers that learning. Now I have a reason to learn. Now I have a reason to gain some specialized knowledge. Now I have a reason to overcome some limiting beliefs. Now I have a reason to live my life by faith. So it's important that it's something you really want and something that you don't know how you're going to achieve it. Those are the biggest requirements I have for a C-type goal when I'm coaching my clients through this. Now, it should be far beyond whatever you've accomplished before. You shouldn't be compromising. You shouldn't be limiting yourself. So how do you do this? How do you find the right thing? I would encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, first off, I want you to listen to it more than once. Because these ideas take time to get into our subconscious mind. In another episode, we talked about the law of repetition and repetition starts to change our programming and conditioning. So I want you to listen to this a couple of times and I want you to do this exercise. I want you to get a piece of paper and write down all the things that you would love to have happen this year that you want. And just, I mean, consider it being a shopping list almost. You know, not like these are all the things that you're gonna go down and you're gonna accomplish all of these things, but you just want to get your mind spinning on what you want. Make a list of all the things that you want. And then walk away from that list. Come back to it in the next day and reread that list and ask yourself, is there more? Is there more in that tank? Ask yourself, what, what out of these things do I really, really want? And I would put little stars next to things that you really, really want. Like on a scale of one to 10, if 10 is the super hot burning desire that Napoleon Hill talks about in the book, Think and Grow Rich, I would, I would maybe scale these things. Well, I have a 10 desire here. I have a three desire for this. I have an eight desire for that. And then I would try to add to that list and come back to it yet again, a third day in the row and look at it and say, okay, what do I already know how to accomplish? What is just a matter of decision? What is this A type goal? And I would write an A next to all of those and just make a plan that I'm just going to make a decision. I'm going to go do that. What is, a, what is a B type of goal? What is something that I think I can do if I put the resources in place? And I kind of, I feel really strongly like, I, I feel like I know that I can do that if I just planned these resources better and write a B next to goal next to that, a B. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna start crossing those things off your list because you're just gonna make a decision and make a plan to go get those things. That's not your goal. Your goal is what is left on the list that is really in this realm of fantasy, that is really in this realm of desire. I really want it. Really in this realm of ignorance. I don't know how it's going to happen. And you want to expand on that. So what I recommend is getting out a fresh sheet of paper and only writing those things that are of that C-type goal caliber. What I really want. What I don't know how to accomplish what I have a big desire for, write those things down and ask yourself, is there more that I want? I guarantee you there's more that you want. What's happening is when you're writing all this stuff down, you are actually triggering your self-limiting beliefs in the process. So when you think, well, there's nothing that I could do that could earn my annual income in a month's time, I don't have any knowledge or skill, your conditioning is rejecting that idea immediately. So it makes it even difficult to write it down. 
If you want to have multiple homes where you can spend your time in your vacations at and as well as where you live throughout the rest of the year. If you want to travel the world, if you want to take your kids on on $20,000 vacations to Disney World, your limiting beliefs are going to say, I can't do that. So I'm not going to write it down because I don't want to be disappointed. This should be your experience when you're goal setting. And that's a good thing. Because again, it shows you where all of your work is to be done. I have to close my ignorance gap. I have to close my belief gap in order to accomplish that. This is a process that takes time, freeing your imagination. But I will tell you something. I'm sitting here as proof. I did these exercises exactly as I've described them to you. And actually, the coach I was working with at the time didn't give me some of the feedback and some of the insight that I've given you. These are things that I've learned from the process of doing it myself. When I looked at my list, there were only two things that I wanted more than anything else. I was earning $35,000 a year. I wanted to earn six figures. I thought that earning six figures is going to change my life somehow, some way. I thought that my life would be dramatically different if I just could break that $100,000 a year. That was the first thing I wanted. Number two, the second thing, I wanted to spend, this is what I eventually wrote on my goal card. I wanted to spend long, abundant summers at the cottage in Michigan every year. That's all I wanted. And I took those two ideas, and I remember telling my coach at the time, I'm like, I don't know who's going to pay me to spend long summers in Michigan. I don't know how that's going to happen. And he says, did you hear that? You just said you don't know how. That tells me it's a good goal. I was thinking I was going to have another job, by the way. I was just going to look for a job where I could earn six figures. I thought I'd get a new job out of this. I got a new life out of this process. Because here's the thing. Remember I said that spirit, your spirit, is always seeking for expansion and fuller expression of itself. And wherever there is unfulfilled potential, there is going to be a desire. See, I think your higher self hooks your attention on something and suggests to you, if you go after this, if you make this your goal, you're going to get everything that you want out of life. That's how I felt. That's what my journey has been. I suddenly see that spending long summers here at the cottage forced me to become a different person. A happy person, more well-adjusted, someone who actually lives by their faith and doesn't just talk about it. I had to resolve my anger and frustration. I had to resolve my powerlessness all of these things that I couldn't put into words when I began my journey, my, my mind hooked on this idea of long summers at the cottage and earning six figures. That idea has done more to change my life than anything else. That's the key of manifestation is having an intention. Now you want what you want because you want it. You have this desire. There's a spiritual awareness that you can be, do, or have more. Don't go justifying why you want what you want. 
that is this old 3D realm of of feeling self-conscious about having more or what other people are going to criticize me for having. You know, there's another client I'm working with. He wants a Lamborghini. I don't want a Lamborghini. He wants a Lambo. That's totally cool. There's something about that for him that's hooked his attention to help him become a, a better person in order to be able to get to that point. There's other clients of mine that things that have hooked their attention, they want to be an artist and work on movies. There's something about doing that that's going to force them to grow and become different people. There's other people that want to, I mean, they want to earn like a million dollars a month. I used to think something like that was ludicrous and impossible. The only reason that it's changed now is because I've grown and seen what, what you can accomplish. You want what you want because your higher self knows that it will give you everything you really want that you can't really articulate. You know, what I found out is this place up here where, where I spend my summers, when I'm here, I feel abundant. And that's what we really want. We want abundance in our life. So don't justify what you want. Just have the courage to put it down on paper and say, this is what I want. I don't know how I'm going to achieve it, but I really, really want it. And we turn it into a goal. You make a decision that that is the goal that you are going to get. And we're going to have to turn that into some kind of a, an affirmation. You're going to write it down on a card, a goal card. My first goal was this. I am so happy and grateful now that I earn over six figures a year and spend long, abundant summers with my family at the cottage in Michigan every year. And that's now my default. That's what I live. That's how I live my life every single year. This was 2016 when I started it. 2017, I spent a couple of years, uh, a couple of weeks up here. First vacation I had in a very long time. Uh, 2018, I spent an, uh, like an extra week here. Maybe it was three and a half weeks, four weeks. 2019, I was here for like five weeks. 2020, 2020, I spent 10 weeks up here. Last year, 2021, I actually left a little bit early. I spent a little over eight weeks. I've been up here since middle of June. It's not yet July. I'm headed home second week of August. I will be here probably like nine weeks or so. This is my reality. Now, my income, now, granted, it took time. It took time, but I think I crossed the six-figure mark in 2018, or maybe it was the very beginning of 2019 when I did a 12-month look back and went, holy, holy shit, I earned six figures. And then it grew. I haven't earned less than six figures since then. You know, now I'm, I'm working on a very specific five-figure-a-week goal. And here's what I've learned in my journey. Every single person, every single person, absolutely, without question, can earn six figures a year. I never used to believe that. I know that's a fact now. But listen to this. Because of my journey, I know. I know that if you want it bad enough, I know that every single person could earn seven figures. 
Do I have those results yet? No. Am I on my way? Absolutely. I'm not far away. If I can do it, you can do it. But the key is, I had to see it in my mind. Remember, the last quote that Bob says in my intro is, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So once you come up with your goal and what it is, you have to visualize it. Now, I'm going to do a whole other episode on this down the road. But you have to visualize it. You have to live in there. You have to spend time every single day visualizing the dream life that you want and getting super clear about the details. What does it look like? How does it feel? And there's a couple of, I wish I had the books on me right now to share with you. There's a couple of great books that clarify how you're going to reach your goal. If you can see it clearly. So the Master Key System by Charles Hanal, I'll put a link in the show notes for this, says this. Then comes the process, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't have the book in front of me. He says this. Then comes the process of visualization. You must see the details. And as the details appear, the ways and means for bringing it into manifestation will develop. One thing will lead to another. Thought will lead to action. Action will develop methods. Methods will develop friends. And friends will create circumstances until finally the third step or manifestation will have been accomplished. See, as you see the details, you're going to have ideas. And then you're going to take those ideas and put them into action. And you can put those ideas into action and it's going to turn into a method and habit of operation. And you're going to keep connected with people. And those people are going to lead you to the creation of circumstances where your goal will have been accomplished. So that's from the Master Key System by Charles Hanal. The other book is Think and Grow Rich. There's a chapter on auto-suggestion, and again, I don't have it in front of me. Auto-suggestion is this habit of repeating affirmations in your mind, of visualizing, of seeing things, and repeating yourself. I'm so happy and grateful now that I earn over six figures every single year, and I spend long and abundant summers with my family at the cottage in Michigan, over and over and over again. I mean, I wrote that over and over again. I visualized it. I put it on my goal card. I carried it in my pocket. I looked at it whenever I could, and then ideas came. So he says this, Napoleon Hill says this in Think and Grow Rich. He says, you must see yourself with the money you want or the goal achieved. You must see it. And as you begin to see it, plans will appear. Now he says, don't, don't wait for a plan to set your goal up. No, just begin seeing it. And when plans appear, and I'm paraphrasing, when plans appear, they will flash into your mind through the sixth sense in the form of inspiration or intuition. And he counsels you to act on those ideas at once. Failure to take action on these ideas is fatal to your success. You have to be inspired to reach your goal. And I will tell you, I have had lightning strike in my mind. I have felt it in my body and go, I need to do that. And when I wait, it doesn't give me good results. When I do it immediately and, I, and I'm unprepared and I don't, I've got messy, inspired action 
built on faith and fueled with my goal, it works. So you have to get clear on what you want and what your intention is. You have to start auto-suggesting and visualizing it to your mind and trusting that a power greater than you is going to figure out how it's going to happen and that the plan will be discovered along the way, step by step. You discover how to reach your goal. This is living your life by faith. This is leveraging the law of attraction. Most people don't understand how this works. It works with an intention. And the master key system says this, I think in the same chapter, he says, you need three things to bring about the law of assumption or law of attraction into operation in accordance with your goals, to reach your goals, to manifest your goals. He says you need to have earnest desire, a burning desire, not just something you're interested in. It's something you really, really want. You have to have confident expectation. You have to have all the confidence in the world that you're going to reach that goal no matter what. This means you have to eject any limiting ideas and beliefs that you have. The noise of disbelieving people around you, you have to block those out of your mind so that you can maintain this confident expectation that you know it's going to happen no matter what. And then number three, you need to have a firm demand. Don't settle. Don't compromise. You've placed your order with the universe. You're going to work on your mind and get your mind aligned with it. You're going to get emotionally involved with that goal. And then any ideas that come to you, you have to put them into action. You have to leverage the law of cause and effect. You have to do different things. The goal gets you to think different and feel different and behave different. And when you do that, you change the results in your life. You attain your goal you've manifested. The question I leave for you is, do you have the right goal that's going to cause you to think different? Do you have the right goal that you're emotionally involved with? Do you have the right goal that's going to cause you to act in a different way? That's going to cause you to live by faith? These are not just ideas. These are principles to learn to live by. Your assignment, if you're listening to this podcast, is to set a goal. Work through the exercises that I've described here. Listen to this more than once and find the right goal. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just find that goal. And when you do, you're going to start growing. Having the right goal gets you growing in your life. And that's what you really want. On the next episode of the podcast... I'm going to share with you exactly your journey from setting the goal to transforming and challenging your limiting beliefs to creating a new identity and moving through the fear so that you can receive that goal in your life. If this podcast has positively affected you and you feel changed by these words and these ideas, I would encourage you to share this with someone that you know and love. Listen to it together. Go through the exercises together. When we engage other people in our process of growth, we grow faster and the change becomes more permanent. And as always, on whatever platform you're listening to, please like and subscribe. And if you can leave a review, that would certainly help this message get out to all of those that desperately need to hear it. Until the next episode, take care. And remember, we become what we think about.